that was uh that was that was the song Sherry by Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. That was a special request by a very very special guest that will be coming on very shortly. This is Stoochcast episode one twenty nine, Protector of the Ends. And I'm calling right now. He's a fan favorite. You know him. You love him. Calling him right now to phone in on the podcast. Coronavirus edition era. Keegan Ramser. Calling. What's up? You're on. Uh, beeped again. What's up? You're on. Hello. Hey. Andy, what's up, man? How much, dude? How you been? Pretty good. Pretty good, man. The weather's pretty nice. Oh, it was a great day. I did, uh, it was such a nice day, I didn't go walking at all. Uh, I just, I just took one, man. I took about an hour and a half walk. Yeah. Blue sky, baby. Yeah, that's all you need. I, I was, uh, I was just saying that was a Sherry, played the song Sherry by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. That was a, uh. That was a special request by you. It was either that or some song from the Grateful Dead. I forget what the song's name was. Hey, it was, it was a hip rock and roll song is what it was, man. But it was, it was groovy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, but hey, Frankie Valley's eyes are bluer than... The ocean. The sky today. Sky today. God, gosh darn. Yeah, they just, they just blow you away, you know? They're almost like... They're almost like Paul Newman blue, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, Andy, what's, uh, how's, how's quarantine, buddy? I guess we're in, we're living through a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't have this, I didn't really plan this out. I don't think many people did either. I don't even think our own government did that. But, you know, I just, I don't know, I just kind of, I just kind of sit around and, um, you know, watch, uh, watch a, True Hollywood story about Steve McQueen. What have, what have you been up to? Um, because you're the guest. This is about you. People, yeah, people already know what I'm doing. I'm doing this. Yeah, give the people what they want. Yeah. But uh, for for a couple of weeks, you know, I just kind of did nothing. Honestly, like I'd wake up, look out my window for like an hour, and then I'd go for a walk for another hour or two, and then like. Noon or one, and I'd eat. Yeah, I've been getting up at like two o'clock in the afternoon recently. Oh, I got, I got to stop that. Yeah, you're like a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even smoke. And today's four twenty. Imagine that small world. Yeah, no, I got um, I went back for work. We were off for three weeks, and now we're going back because since it's a highway project, it's deemed. Uh, I guess essential. So yeah, I don't know. Whole big stipulations and everything, but we we can get randomly drug tested for it. But hey, that's never stopped me before. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> Allegedly, we don't we don't make accusations here. But I've heard I've read I've heard reports. You were cut off off the grid for a bit. Huh? Were you were you sick? No. Well, I was in Texas. You were in Texas. You were in Texas. Yeah, you were in Texas when this was. Let's see what happened. Yeah, the for, spring break like a, went yeah, down. Yeah, um, yeah. When I got back from Texas, um, I, I like had a fever for a day, like honestly one day, and so uh, my mom like freaked out and she she banished me to my room for like a week. Oh. She like she'd smack me with a broom if I tried to open the door. <laughs> you know, she, tough love. That was tough loving. <laughs> So that's yeah, how you that was tough loving, but you don't know. You don't know if it's Corona. You don't know if it's you know uh, it's if it's like a disease. If it's a sickness from a lady, you don't know. Like it's spring break, yeah. you know. You don't know it's oh, for yeah, making out know. with guys, making out with girls. Who knows? You don't know. It's yeah, spring break. Let me tell you about spring break, man. I went to um, South Padre Island, Texas, and I guess um. I knew it was a, kind of like a spring break place, but I didn't know it was like a big uh, spring break break place. But boy, it's it's pretty big, and I guess it's like been a big spring break destination for a while. Like 
this one guy who's a bartender at Mario's in Oakland, he said he went there when he was in college, which was like in the 80s. <laughs> so it's, um, it's been around for a while. And um, yep. it's pretty cool. It's like a big stretch on the island. And, you know, it's Texas and all, so like nobody, there aren't really any rules. And um, part, part of, the way I describe it is kind of like um, if you were to take the south side and make it like a spring break, like beach area. So there were, there were like these middle, like 20 age, like black guys that would drive around these like fancy cars and just try to pick up college chicks. <laughs> and, and they always had like a real creepy vibe to them. But it was a lot of fun, baby. We saw, um, we saw Lil Nas X. He came sang his old cowboy song. And, and then he like dipped because he was supposed to have a concert while he was there but the concert got canceled yeah it was probably a chaotic scene being down there because like stuff was just getting canceled and then you just this was right around the yeah. time right it's just like Trump was giving yeah, speeches well, we like they have to we shut were, everything down you know and you just didn't well, know we were, what was going to we happen like next watching, we were watching like the Mavericks play when the news came in that like the rest of the NBA season got canceled so we got, like, the live report and everything. It was kind of neat. But also, like, the flight there was a lot of fun. I, I, I took a bunch of the, like, little shot bottles of booze with me and shared with everybody. We all got loaded for it. It was, it was grand. We almost, you... I almost missed, like, every connecting flight just because every place we'd go to, first, like, I'd take a couple shots and then I'd say, all right, let's go to the bar. <laughs> and then we'd go to the bar, like, get a couple beers, and then someone would text us, like, hey, we're boarding the plane. So we have to, like, chug what we had and, like, go back to our, our terminal. And we were, like, the last one gone every time. Was the airport at uh, Corpus Christi? Is that where it was? Or... No, um, flying there, we went to Dallas, Fort Worth, and then we went to Brownsville, Texas. So you flew to Dallas and then drove south? No, we flew to Dallas and then got a connecting flight to Brownsville, Texas. Okay. And then coming home, we went through Houston, out of Brownsville. So how was how was Texas? Never been to the state of Texas. I've never been there either, um, until that time. I was first, and I mean, it, it's probably how a lot of southern states are. You know, it's dry, square, and every, all the roads are long. The food was good. There was this there was this Mexican restaurant where it looked very creepy from the outside. And then we had a sign that said, like, Mexican food and, like, seafood. And we decided to go in there, and this food was so good. It was authentic Mexican food. Like, I'm pretty sure some of the people there, like, did not speak English. And it was only, like, nine bucks for, like, two enchiladas, like, a bunch of rice and beans and, like, two pork chops. And then if you, if you didn't want the pork chops, then it was, like, seven bucks. And it was, it was delicious. Sounds awesome. So, like, what was down we at... Were there for, we were there for five days. I think we ate there... I ate there twice. My other buddy ate there three times. <laughs> so this was, like, along this strip, correct? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like... If you look on a map, you know, it's all, like, a long island and everything. Everything runs on a Padre Boulevard is what it's called. And then all the houses kind of go off of that. And it's only, like, a couple blocks wide, you know? Yeah, so South Park. It was cool there. Let me tell you this, man. Um, a big thing is like, um, I think Baptist is the religion. Like they were, we just call them Jesus people, and they um, <laughs> they drove around these vans that were like um, the big like twelve people vans, like the three seaters, and they had they had people sitting on each road, and they would drive you wherever you wanted on the island. Like they gave out free rides. Really? So you either call the number, yeah, you either call the number or, like, wave them down, and they'd give you a free ride to wherever you go. So, basically, they'd always drive us from, like, our house to, like, the bar, <laughs> and they'd go, they'd go till like, four in the morning, but the catch was, they would try to push, like, uh, their religion on you. <laughs> they would try to recruit you while you were in the van. So, <laughs> so, so it was like a double-edged like, sword. Okay, there's the catch. Yeah. Was it free? Was, was it a free ride? Yeah, it was free. It was oh, free. it was a free so Jesus. Really okay. I was, the first thing they'd always say is, uh, 
boys in the back, girls in the front. <laughs> they want to separate you <laughs> for some reason. But I would always, I'd always be really good at talking to people uh, in, in religion, like just wouldn't come up with the stuff I'd say, but some other people were not good at it, so then they would get in like a very deep-seated like conversation about their beliefs and stuff. <laughs> and then at the end, they, at the end, uh, they'd always say, uh, "Can we pray for you?" Sometimes <laughs> we were going to uh, this thing called a booze cruise, where you can take—they don't check your IDs. All you have to do is buy a ticket, which is like twenty bucks, and you can get on this boat. <laughs> and uh, you can bring whatever booze you want, and the, you're on the boat for like two hours. So you just drive around the bay, get wasted, <laughs> play a bunch of like music, and you're on a boat. <laughs> it's like um. You know, and I'm always sunny. How there's like the scene where they're with the Guidos. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> so you go out of that. And um, when we were getting off, the one we're, I was sitting in the very back, and he's like, "Oh, can I pray for you guys?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, man." So he's like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "I'm Keith." And then the dude next to me's like, "I'm Jordan." And he's like, "What's his name?" I'm like, "Oh, that's Jake." And as he starts praying, Jake goes. All right, well, thanks. We'll see you later. And dude's like, "No, I'm praying for you." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, dude, you can't be yeah, awkward. Like, you can't, you gotta let it. Let you gotta let him do it because he's giving you a free ride. You got no choice. Yeah, he asked me. Uh, he asked me what he could pray for me, and I said, uh, "Let's uh, let's pray this boat don't sink." <laughs> <laughs> I thought when you were gonna mention the um, the Baptist, uh, the Jesus people, I thought. Um, the twist was going to be like they, they were driving around in vans. They would be like protesting, you know. They'd be like protesting the sin and the debauchery of spring break. I thought that would be no, the twist. I mean, well, they would. They they like pulled this one girl. She was going to hell because she was like Hindu. And, and I think that seems a little harsh. That was a bit extreme. But, yeah. I mean, you, don't, yeah. you don't just say that to somebody, to their face. Yeah, and you could tell like as the week went on that they kind of got a little uh, – a little more tense, yeah, a little more pushy in the van. Yeah, but you think I mean, they, they convert? You think they convert? They, you think they successfully converted anybody? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I remember one time. I remember one time. Uh, I, when I used to commute to RMU, I drove to RMU one day down uh, University Boulevard, and there were just all these vans, and it was um, just these massive anti-abortion protests. And it and they showed like just abortion babies. It was just bizarre. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I just wanted to go to school. <laughs> like, why am I seeing yeah, this? Yeah, they um they would they had cards and they'd ask you sometimes like on the back of the card that had their phone number. I said, "What brings you the greatest satisfaction in life?" And the dude asked me that one time, and I, and I was I thought about it for a little, and um I was really thinking about saying blowjobs. Like, giving them, giving them, getting them. I just can't get enough. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I did not say that. Instead, I, I just said, like, you know, everybody's kind of having a good time, you know? <laughs> Lame. <laughs> well, you just, you, you, so what brings you the greatest satisfaction in life is just everybody having a good time. Yeah. What What was, like, like the, what was the response to that? He was like, yeah, because it would bring satisfaction. Yeah, 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 no, it's like, <laughs> it was off script. They also, they also, um, in the morning, they'd make pan. They had like these big tents, and they'd make pancakes and give you pancakes. And they'd also make pancakes at night. And they had this tent set up that was right outside of where like the strip of bars were. So when people would leave the bar, they'd get in line for a pancake, and then they'd get in line for like a Jesus thing and go. <laughs> pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> Is there any like, so like, where do they get all the space to where do they get all this, how many how many of them were there of the Baptists? People came people came from a lot of like Baptist colleges like they were all from smaller colleges in um oh so these were like college students these were like college students right yeah, yeah this this was like what they would do for spring break they'd oh. go here and they'd I guess they'd help us sinners yeah <laughs> but they. They came from like all over Texas. Some, uh, I know there was girls from like SF Austin, like Baylor, um, other small schools like I never heard of. And they said like they said it was pretty cool because like they they have to do this stuff 
like where they'd sit in the van or like help serve pancakes like so many hours and then for the other time you know they were just there so they'd get to go on the beach or do other Christian activities yeah that's good it's good to see you know people having again just people having a good time you love to see it love to see it and there's yeah, not I mean, like it also it was like a huge uh, it was it was really nice like having free ride and also just getting a pancake every once in a while like it, it was a really it was a, a bonus would you say would you say it was a there. would you say it was a an essential service I don't know but I know the, the pros did outweigh the cons of it yeah at least for me because some people like absolutely hated it because they were like I do not want to talk to these Jesus people again <laughs> Like, I do not want them praying for me. <laughs> like, I do not want them looking at me or anything. Like, I don't want them to see my drunk ass in their car. Like, I'm done with them. <laughs> but also, like, nobody really, there weren't, like, any Ubers. So, like, even if you want to call an Uber, there might be, like, one on the whole island. And there's, like, a thousand college kids uh, they are on spring break. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> Ubers were far and few between. Like, we couldn't even get an Uber from the airport to our place. We had to call up a taxi service. That's fucking wild, dude. How yeah, many people you think How many people you think were there for the spring break, if you could give a, an estimate? I mean, I don't even know. Because I know there were, like, just from, just from, like, the University of Pittsburgh, there were about, like, 300 people. Okay. So just, like... Yeah, just thousands. Thousands upon yeah. thousands. Well, I, I'd probably go with like a thousand, maybe. I, I honestly have no clue on actually. But there were a lot of people. And um, there we went We went to uh, this one bar called Laguna Bob's, which was kind of a chilly place. It was pretty cool. There's another place um, called Louis Backyard, which was a little, um, little more uh, energetic and hype. They had like, a DJ there that... Um, he probably was like a 35-year-old dude. He kind of was a little heavier. He had like red hair that was kind of longer and like a little curly-ish. And um, we saw him at a restaurant like the next day for lunch. And we're like, oh, hey, you're the, the DJ from, from Louie's Backyard. He goes, yeah, man, what's up? And then he tells us like all the events that like Louie's Backyard's having that day. And <laughs> we're like, oh, cool, we'll probably, or like that whole week. We're like, ah, right, cool, we'll probably stop by later. <laughs> and then he turns around and goes, oh, this place got touched on. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then the rest of the week, we, <laughs> whenever we slash touch to we get, oh, this place got touched on. He had like such a raspy voice and just like, damn, he was such a spring break DJ. <laughs> I mean, you know, somebody's got to bring the energy. You know what I mean? Something we gotta oh, get down. Yeah, dude. There's nothing, nothing else better. What would you yeah, say? Dude. What would you say was the best? The best, like, um, the best bar that you went to. I mean, all all of them were pretty good. There was this one um, called Clayton's Beach Bar, which is kind of more of like a daytime bar, and it's where if, if you like look up videos of South Padre. It's or just spring break in general. It's like from Clayton's because that's where they would have like wet t-shirt contests and like twerk contests. And basically, you're standing in the sand and like girls are up on stage just like showing their boobies and stuff. Yeah, and, so it's like anything goes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like where that's where like spring break was like I guess kind of real, where it was kind of. That's where you were like, that's where you were like, oh yeah, this is spring break, you know? Well, I was like, I guess this is uh, spring break. <laughs> kind of how, kind of how I put it. But, uh, but all of us are pretty cool that we went to. What was your, uh, what was your go-to, uh, beverage for the week? The tequila? I, well, I drank a lot of everything, honestly. But there were these, um, there were these drinks, which were, they came in a can. And they were, um, they were called, like, cocktails, but, um, they were called sneaky tiki's. And they were, like, 10% alcohol, and they came in, like, a tall can, and they came in a pack of four, and I think a pack of four was only, like, three bucks. 
<laughs> they were like really cheap. So I, I got those a lot. And um, I looked, um, the, the flavors were like Scorpion Punch, and then I forget what the other flavor was. But they both were like pretty good. And I looked, the closest place to Pittsburgh I've held is up in Meadville. That hat that sell that sells those. Yeah. So um. Why does Meadville of all places? Why are they selling? Them? <laughs> I don't know, but that's the closest place in Pittsburgh. So um. What are I these called? What are these called again? Sneaky Tiki. Sneaky Tiki. Yeah. If, if you look them up, you'll see a picture like Sneaky Tiki alcohol. You'll see like a picture of a can, and there's like a weird <laughs> looking guy on it with like scorpion next to it. Sneaky tiki. It's like a malt beverage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I drink so much of that. Yeah, it's like 9, what is it, 9.9? So it's just yeah. alcohol by volume. Uh, I, well, it sounds yeah, like a I mean, good time. Like a, I, somehow I was still like res- moderately responsible the whole week. Where like I'd wake up early, like watch the sunrise on the beach, go for like a little run, and then I'd I'd like jump in the pool, dry off, and then like nobody else would still be awake. So I'd like start making breakfast. So I'd either make like cinnamon rolls or bacon. And then by the time it was ready, people would wake up and like the house smelled nice. That's good. It's always good when the house smells nice from good cooking, you know? Nothing like that. Yeah, I know. I got a. So I was like, you know what? Mine's as well. Um, I got like a little vaporizer thing, like a disposable jewel, I guess, to take with me. And then I think within the first day or two, I ended up dropping it in the sand and then dropping it in the water. So it broke. <laughs> <laughs> so that, then I thought, like, all right, I guess I'm kind of invested in this whole thing now. I'll like find one store on the island that sells these. So I went there and I like got another one, and then um I I think I think I someone else in our house ended up taking it from me. <laughs> I think I ended up giving it to somebody and they never gave it back. How many people did you so, have? Uh, in, how many people were in your house? We were um let me count uh, one two three four and five six seven eight uh, nine ten eleven. I think thirteen. I think there were thirteen of us. Nice. So, like, and were you we guys pay? Cool. Did you guys pay attention to like, uh, like the news at all? Or were you just like, ah, eh, fuck it, who cares? We're just gonna. Not really. Yeah, it's vacation. I mean, I mean, like it was, and it's not like it's gonna change what we do while we're there. Like, I don't know. Like, we were already there, so it's not like we're not gonna fly home, and it's not like. Yep. Like we were gonna do what we we're gonna do. Exactly, bro. That's what it's all about. That's where the memories are made that you'll cherish for the rest of your life. Think about that. Yeah, I know. It's something you carry to your grave. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I know the last night. Did you see the picture of me, like with my face all bloody? No, nah, I didn't see that. But I didn't see a photo uh, like that. Bro, is it on? Is it on? Is it on somewhere? No, you just have to ask your brother to look at it. Cause I know the last night we were there, I ended up getting shit faced, of course. And um, the uh, the one bar, cause somehow me and this other girl, we ended up uh, getting like falling behind, and we weren't with the big group. So somehow we showed up. And uh, the bar where everybody was at, they wouldn't let us in. Oh, no. they told her she, they told her she was too drunk, and then they told me I had crazy eyes. <laughs> they was just like, "You got crazy <laughs> eyes. You can't. You can't come in." Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> I was like what? And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not letting you in." And I, all right. So um, I feel like you have crazy good. eyes regardless. Like it just yeah, doesn't matter. That's, <laughs> like that's, like, just, yeah, that's, that's just just the eye. standard. Yeah. That's your, like, that's, the way I look. that's your brand, yeah. Um, so we went to the bar next door, and they, of course, had no problem with us. So they let us in. And um, I know um, I started the night with, like, 80 bucks in my wallet. And then the next morning, I woke up feeling horrible. 
and I didn't have any. <laughs> we, um, we, I don't even know that, but I know we eventually, I got like a lot of missed calls at like three in the morning, and um, eventually my one buddy Jake found me and Haley like making out in some parking lot, and I guess like we must have tripped on something like while we were standing up, because I think, I think she might have like bit my lip, and then I like face planted on the pavement, because um, there's like a little scar on my lip, and there was a pretty nasty cut there too from like the outside and the inside. On your face? And then, yeah, and then Ooh. like right in between my eyes had a little brush burn, and then right like underneath my nose, like the upper part of my lip, like the skin part, that was like, had a big nasty scab. And then um, my one knee had a lot of stuff on it too. So we must have like tripped over something. And I, I mean, I'm not accusing any, I'm not telling any accusations here, but I think she might have bit my lip pretty good. And that's where the most damage was done. Yeah, she wanted to, so, I mean, she wanted to get, she wanted to get a bite. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we kind of kept making it happen when I found those, like, both of us were just covered in blood. That <laughs> <laughs> so sounds so nasty. That's kind of gross. That's kind of gross, but also romantic. <laughs> yeah, that's where the true love, you know, when the blood's mixing, you know, that's the, the true loves of that. Hey, the good thing <laughs> is, I'm, I was wearing, like, my favorite shirt ever that I have. And it got and, covered um, in blood. No, and, like, it doesn't have, like, any blood on it. It, it looks really good still. That's like, good. That's a good thing. Yeah, I'm so glad about that because that, that would really like ruin the whole weekend. What what shirt was it? It's this one that I got that um, I think it's hand painted and it has like wolves on the front and like a big uh, Native American on the back. I'll also wear it one time so I can just tell you. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably but see it. it. It's a, it's probably a see very it nice someday shirt. when this pandemic yeah. ends and they lift yeah. the. Lift the, you know, the stay-at-home order. I guess it's May 8th is what the governor said. Yeah. Yep. I think we'll all be back to work by um June, but it looks like no, va- you, uh, no vacation rest of the year. Not- have you filed, like, for unemployment? Yeah. You get anything? We're chilling. Yeah, man, we're chilling. <laughs> we're just oh, out here cool. chilling. Yeah. You get, um, you get that, like, Pandemic con- Corona compensation, yeah, that's like extra six hundred a week. I think that that kicks in at soon or whatever. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, because I know I looked up. It said that like there's a lot. There's a lot, really. Like, there's a lot of behind. benefit that they're giving you. You get that initial yeah, check. I know. Yeah. When I was when I was kicked out, or when I was when our site shut down for those three weeks, I filed for that and. I got paid for those. It's not as much as like if I were been working, of course. But I mean, it's still something. Did you get? Uh, did you get that extra six hundred? Not yet. I looked it up and it said like, don't contact them about it. Like, just wait and they'll put it in your account. Yeah, they're just probably so sick of everyone just yeah it's, bitching. It's still <laughs> that they're just yeah, but yeah, yeah. that bill probably- that was signed it was quick and it was a huge bill and I think it let. La- it lasts through um, through July, so I'm thinking that's yeah, when through July. So that's a good like twelve weeks. Yeah, pretty much. That's April, May, June, July. Really, you're thinking that's that's sixteen weeks, brother. April, May, June, July. Yeah, that's a lot. But I like whenever I could go back, I'm going back to work. You know, I just get, you, you just get bored of just sitting around. I can't wait till like the yeah. gyms, the gyms reopen and like little yeah. things just to go back to regular uh, life. I feel bad for all the restaurants and shit that are just going to be just, you know, screwed. Yeah, because half, half the restaurants in Oakland like just closed and then the other half are like takeout only where they just have like a table at the door and uh, you you have to call them up and order, and then they just, like, put it on the table and you come pick it up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And just a few, see, like, uh, businesses here and there. I mean, like, if you're a restaurant, you know, and you can't operate normally for, like, two, three months, that 
most likely kills your business. You don't think that you don't think, oh, there's going to be a pandemic. <laughs> like you don't think of that. Yeah. I mean, and just bars get hit pretty hard. I think whenever they reopen them too, it's like you know, like every bar is like no, a it's, limit. It's going to be wild. It's going to be. I feel like it's going to be a third of that. There's going to be lines at the door to go to the bar, and like I well, also um also at least like around college bars since just the student population gets older as the year like goes on kind of like near the end of this semester is when the majority or, or when the most uh students are 21 yeah so the bars get a lot more crowded like now i can't wait to go to i can't wait to go to parkway theater again when that reopens i have you know i got my spots that i like that yeah, are favorites you, jeans Jeans. I saw you do that quarantine scene. Oh yeah, it's like the the video. Yeah, where it's just you and the drummer, you know. What'd you think? And you're like, yeah, do it now. And then he goes, boom. What'd you think? What'd you think? Yeah. You have to give him the cue for the. <laughs> you're like, that was a punchline. Come on. <laughs> Dude, it has like it got it got a thousand plays. It, last time I checked, I had like nine hundred eighty some play, whatever. And it's like, I remember people were talking about it, you know, like behind the scenes. And people were like, oh, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. You know, people were just like pussying out, stuff like that. I was just like, eh, fuck it. I'll do it. We'll see what happens. And then meanwhile, I think what's odd about that is that has a bigger audience than like most of the open mics like in the city. Like you, we have like, if we go to one, there's like five people paying attention. We're like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. You know, like meanwhile, you just got a thousand like... <laughs> Yeah, but that was fun. I had, I had fun with that. Everybody leaves. Yeah, no, that's one of my favorite. Honestly, that's one of my favorite bars. I love that. Like, that spot's just great. Shout out to Jackie and Aaron of the Parkway Theater. Because it's just, you know, and um, an Abjuration Brewing, too. With Tom. Tom of Abjuration Brewing. But Jackie and Aaron of Parkway yeah. Theater, good time. Yeah, that guy's pretty cool. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I don't know, it's just a bummer, you just miss it, you know. You miss uh you miss the routine. And um I don't know what they're gonna do about but I think with bars it'll be like they're gonna it'll be like a third capacity. They're not gonna be like, all right, let's make it wild. I mean, it'll slowly lead up to that, but I think they're just gonna be like you know, if if a bar only allows like you know, seventy five people in a room or something, they're gonna be like, You guys can only have like twenty five or something and it's it's not gonna be like, all right, this weekend the reopening although you kinda wish it would, but I don't think you know, because well, the government it, it probably it probably depends on like when they reopen. And if I mean they might also be one of the last places to open since it would be such a mass amount of people going there. Probably like uh probably you know, just I mean, concerts, it's, I don't know what to think about concerts and things like that. Um, yeah. It might be, that might be a while, just going to a regular concert. That might not be to, like, later this year, like, you're talking, like, December or something, or next year, which, yeah. is, which, is, pretty, which is kind of a bummer, I mean. There were a lot of, like, good concerts coming to Pittsburgh, too. Yeah, like, I was... Spring and summer. I was, uh... I was looking at Rolling Stones tickets. <laughs> Good thing I didn't get those, but yeah, it's sad. You know, I, I'm sure you know definitely like there's other artists you know coming to town. I think there was that big. Um, I think Green Day was coming to town with two other bands, like they're I think with Weezer and somebody else. Um, but I know yeah, yeah they were coming to PNC Park, and there's just yeah there's. It's just sad because you know going to a concert's fun. It's a good time, you know. And, it's weird. It's weird how like I wonder how music's just gonna adjust to that. But I guess a lot of things are gonna have to adjust. And uh, I don't yeah, because I mean, there's one thing. Out. There's one thing listening to music, and then there's another thing experiencing it, and that's what the live shows are. Yeah, and that's what makes it just you know, that's what makes it fun, and that's how you can tell. And I think oftentimes it's how you can tell the difference between like. You know, just an artist that's good in the studio with, you know, just production and giving your best performance versus just going out there and playing and being able to, like, command, you know, just being out there to go and command attention. Be like, well, because 
you know, you can listen to bands and artists. It's just, they sound way better live. They just have more energy than you do in like a studio. So that's a cool aspect there too. But I don't know, dude. I mean, what 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 else have you been up to during the during the quarantine? Just uh, just back to your. Are you pretty much back in your routine or with work or? I mean, well, I go to work and I come home, like you know, get something to eat, and then I'll try to go on runs. Or if I don't really feel like going for a run, I'll just like go for a walk or something. But I try to go outside. I got a. I recently got a cheap. BMX bike off Craigslist for 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Wait, 20 bucks? Yeah, it's all rusty and the brakes don't work. But you're going to fix it. It's going to be a project. No, I'm not going to fix it. I'm just going to pump up the tires and, like, ride it around. (laughs) (laughs) See what the rust, you know, Uh, rust never sleeps. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to try to, like, um, find cool stuff to, like, jump off, you know, like steps and other ramps or whatever that's, like, around Oakland. And maybe I'll learn some tricks, too, but uh, that might not happen. Yeah, do some wheelies. But yeah, I'm just going to ride around, become one of those delinquents that, you know, destroys the environment, <laughs> destroys the local infrastructure and artwork of buildings by trashing it with my bike. I saw, like, a... I saw a video, it was out in um, California, they were, um, I think it was at Venice Beach or something, they had like a skate park there, and they had yeah, like a, construct- they were filling up, they were filling up like the skate park with sand so people couldn't use it <laughs> during the stay at home. <laughs> They're like, alright, we got them, we put sand in it, can't use it now, haha, you know? Yeah, they, they've been taken down, uh, they took down swings at parks, they put that caution tape over all the slides they um sometimes they'll either take down basketball hoops or they'll just put um like zip ties around the top so you can't can't dunk you can't score so so instead of it being a hoop it's basically just like a a flat surface up there so a ball can't go through yeah it's lame it's kind of lame if you ask me but But on uh, when do you think when do you see it ending? Well, I'm kind of an optimist about it, so I kind of see it like May, like the soonest. Like a May? I was thinking yeah, like yeah, I was thinking like a late May or like a June. I think by like June, I, I, by June definitely. I mean, for me like to go back to work, like, yeah. Impossible. Like also, like I didn't. I didn't think, like, anything would get shut down until, like, it actually got shut down. Like, I was very, uh, I don't know if it's optimistic or just, like, in denial of, of it. I don't know which way you want to put it. But I, I kind of just take things how they are until, until they change. Yeah. Going back on, like, the bar question. So, when they reopen the bars, what's the first bar you're going to go to? Jeans. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Same here because it's close. Jeans or Parkway. Whichever, wherever I'm at at the time that's closest nearby. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably end up going to Jeans or maybe G-Door. Or maybe Hems. I don't know. And then, um, hopefully Hambones out in Lawrenceville. If they have, com- yeah. you know, if comedy's back. Yeah. Six I mean, feet, I though. Six feet. Damn, yeah, I haven't even yeah, I haven't even drank since I was in Texas, dude. I've lost all, like, morale and motivation to do anything, really. I kind of walk around just sad. Yeah, it brings you down. It makes you, it's almost like the, you know, it's, you ever see, like, that artwork during, like, the Black Death? You know, everything's just yeah, dead like, and depressing, and everything looks like a, everything looks like a raven, because that's what the... You know, like the doctors at the time, they had to like they wore these weird like yeah, big, bird bird hats hair. with like herbs. The herbs like blocked the bubonic plague or something, like allegedly or something. Like it was real weird. Yeah, like the folklore that the herbs would bring healing powers. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird looking at stuff like that and like a and like a humanities or history course. Just you just see shit from you know just human societies over time. Like it's weird. 
but mysterious and full of wa- awe and wonder. I know, if you watch stuff about um, Ebola, that stuff, um, it keeps me up at night. What, Ebola? I, I don't know anything about... The only thing I know about Ebola is that it's apparently like what? It just eats your flesh, right? No. Oh. It makes you... <laughs> it causes like internal bleeding and then it makes you like throw up blood. Like cough up blood. Oh. Yeah, so it's just like... It's it's a scarier disease than just like having respiratory problems, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's just... And also, um, I watched a like, documentary about it. And also, this happened in Africa. Like, the people just weren't educated. So, like, somebody would just go around yelling that, like, Ebola is a lie and stuff. And then people would start believing them. And, like, every, everybody just all hell broke loose. And also, they, they weren't um, as, like, health conscious about stuff. They were more, like, ceremonial. So when someone, like, did die of Ebola, they would do, like, a big ceremony. And like end up spreading it even more. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's that's definitely the something. The patient conditions there were were worse, so it just kind of like was able to uh, spread faster, and it just kind of it just it honestly made me scared. Like it was scarier than watching a horror movie, watching this documentary about a bull. Yeah, that just how, and it was quick, right? With how it would spread. good that ain't fun you know i don't want to yeah so you know you can always think it can always be worse you know really you hang out at home for a few weeks you know crack a crack a few <laughs> you want, i know i watched a, I watched a world war Two movie with my brother called um the pianist which is about um oh, i've seen that like, yeah that was like the holocaust yeah, the That movie was um, what's uh that movie's wild because there's like a scene at the end of it where I think Adrian Brody's the actor in it and it's just when Warsaw is totally just it's like bombed out and you just see it totally like bombed out and messed up and then like just then the Nazis are running around with their like flamethrowers and shit it's just totally fucked yeah. by the end it's just totally everything's just fucked and like you like it's like when you know you lost but it's just still it's just, it's just people are just acting insane yeah. they're just acting insane well, act insane for those history buffs out there yeah what, uh, <laughs> what they were doing is uh they would like when they knew they were going to like lose a territory and they were going to get pushed out they would like burn and destroy everything so that the people that were moving in couldn't salvage any of that so they were just destroying like whatever rubbish of buildings were left yeah, it was like scorched earth because that's what um that's what like Stalin did too. Like they both did that. Just how crazy. Like you couldn't retreat on like either side you were fucked. Like if you fought Eastern Front of World War 2 was like just reading about it, it's some of the craziest shit ever. It like you did not want to be in that at all. It was, that was like that was like the war pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But on a on a more positive note, um, yeah, I mean, I was I've been watching the uh, I don't know if you know the actor uh, Steve McQueen, you know, famous okay. famous uh, famous seventies sixties seventies actor. I was watching a documentary about him. I didn't finish it yet, and um, you know, it's just like about this dude's life, and it's just a very like a very complex character. Yeah, this guy, he grew up and, like, he was, like, born in Indiana, you know, and, 
you know, his father left him when he was young and he was a wife beater, but he left him the family when he was young. And like his mother was just an alcoholic and like gave him up for adoption. And he grew up in like, uh, he went to like this boarding school in uh, California. Huh? huh? What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going. It's just, I'm just, but it's like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up to where, you know, I guess he found, he found like an escape through acting. You know, he was out in New York on like Broadway and he met a first wife and then, you know, then he went and, you know, just did some films and, uh, slowly, you know, got some, got some traction and just became a big movie star and he'd give like, he gave like a lot of his money back to like the boarding school and was very charitable, like on sets and stuff. And he liked to do stock car racing, all kinds of things. He was a definitely a complex man. Yeah, he was like an every every man. So I guess it did have a later. Night. It warmed up at the end. Then he got he got a bit. Then he got a bit like crazy in like the late sixties. He got crazy because like he would always be uh, he would always like cheat on his wife. And stuff, but like you know, because he was just yeah, a crazy, he was a horned up, he was just a horned up movie actor, and like you know, and then they got like a divorce, and then he just got into some drugs and coke and all this crazy like, you know, all the all the countercultural stuff. He was like a thirty, you know, he was like a forty year old hanging out with the twenty somethings in a counter. So that's kind of. You know what I mean? You're kind of like the old guy there, yeah. like trying to hold on to that youth. And uh, but I don't know. I've seen like, the movies are good. Yeah, you know, that's what makes you like wonder. My weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, it was definitely a complex, complex fella. But yeah, that wasn't really lighter. I mean, there was no genocide. I mean, there was no genocide involved, so it was, <laughs> you know. And that sense it's lighter. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't. Yeah, but all right, I got some emails here from from somebody. Somebody yeah. sent somebody sent an email. You know, somebody's been, email. somebody's been sending emails, and it says, "Um, there's one. It goes, you know how to tell if someone in West Virginia is married." They have tobacco spit on both sides of their car. (laughs) (laughs) Which car? Wouldn't it be a truck? (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be an old rusty truck. An old rusty truck sitting there. I remember once I, like, down at Bonnaroo, down in in Bonnaroo, down in um, Tennessee. And it's like, when we were in, like, the car would be in, like, you know, there'd be like a huge line to get into the fat. Have you ever been to Bonnaroo? No, I haven't. Uh, it's it's a good time, but uh, I went. Yeah, yeah, it is. I remember like we were in this line. We were in the line of cars. It was all night because that's how long it took to them, for them to process and check everybody before letting them onto the farm. And you know, you're on like these back roads and just like out in the country in like Tennessee. I swear to God, every like house you drove by always had a beat up truck, just like in the front of the yard, like, being worked on or just rusting out, like, I don't know what, it's like a, it would be an old, like, Chevy, you know, just hanging out there, I don't know what that is, I guess it's, like, for decor, you know, like a, like a, this is a, an, an American, it's just a real American swagger, like, I don't, but yeah, that's what that reminds, ah, that's a good time. That's kind of how, like, um, I guess just the people that, like, do that are, people that like when you see them you can tell like they have a truck in their front yard that's resting out because like when i was in texas um not on the island but like before we went on the island like in brownsville there were some people that we saw and um it like i couldn't make this up like the way these people looked and like what they dressed (laughs) like it was so good (laughs) It was so good. <laughs> yeah, just like just like seeing them, being like, "This is a real person." <laughs> like they're like figments of your imagination. Like if if you lived, in, it was like they were cartoon characters almost. 
But like they didn't seem like real people, except for they were flesh and bone, baby. Yeah, the whole the whole nine yards, right there for you. We're in like what overall? Oh, yeah. We're in some overalls. No, like they would just like be be bald, like with a ponytail and like weird looking glasses. And a bald, wait, bald with bald with a ponytail? Yeah, and like wearing these weird glasses and like wearing like cut off jean shorts and like a shirt that. Like from Walmart that says like I'm a squirrel looking for a nut or something. Yeah, yeah, but just some small like a joke like a joke shirt from Walmart. Yeah. yeah That's when you know. Wait. Hell yeah, baby. America's <laughs> like a big to... <laughs> Go. Like if you were just to create a uh, like a weed meat for fun, like those types of people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got this next one. It says Another you know... Another one, yeah. It says, you know what the G and G spot is short for? <laughs> what do you think? It's good. The G is good. And then the long version, the long version is good spot. <laughs> it's more of a statement, you know? Yeah. Good. It's not like it said gay or anything, you know? <laughs> not like it said gay, gay spot. Could be, who knows? We really don't know. Nobody ever... I ask girls every time. You know, I'm with them. I'm like, what does it mean? They never finish that. They don't even know what it means. Yeah, probably at some point. <laughs> Just to go up and say, "Hey, what is what's the G and G spot mean? Is it like gastro? Yeah. And, is it ga- It's probably like gastrointestinal or something." You, you, you seem to be an expert on this. Uh, you know, another bar. I, I here's another bar I went to once. It was um the Shady Side Hideaway. They try to act like it's like a real hideaway, but you just you just see it right off the street. You just walk down like a little path, and you're there. Like I was reading like a Google description of it. Oh, it's kind of shady or stuff like that. Well, yeah, we're in Shady Side, and um, you know, you just kind of just walk in. It's not really off the street or anything, but it had like a cool little bar set up, and just like you know, I, I feel like it just it, it's the kind of bar that wouldn't be like jam packed crowded, but you could go and you can get like a cheap beer and get your buzz on, you know. So I kind of want to hang out there a bit more. Yeah, what? Yeah, that sounds like, sound like a pretty cool place. Yeah, it's like you're on that, you're on the street. It's like past like the Mad Max. They have like a little like shopping section. I forget. Like the, there's like a vape shop or something there across the street. And then like you got down like this little path. There's like just this little path, and you see a sign. Like it's illuminated at night. Like you can't miss it. You know, it's they're acting like, oh, it's hidden, but like not really. And you just <laughs> you just walk down. You just walk down for like 20 seconds, and then you're there. You can't. Nothing's hidden to your eagle eye. Yeah, I just see. Ooh, lights. You know, <laughs> maybe if the lights weren't on, then you'd get a little bit confused. But then, you know, I, I believe it has lights. I'll have to check again. <laughs> Anything else? Any other updates? Um, I was going to do weird news, but there really is no weird news because everyone has to stay at home, you know? Where's the weirdo? Well, there's a few weirdos here and there, but, you know, everyone's heard about them. Yeah, the weirdos are the ones staying home, I guess. Yeah, they're keeping the weird inside, Um, dude. Can't show it to the world. How about, um... Have you been like out? Do you go outside of your apartment at all? Yeah, I've I've uh, I've done a few runs around like um. Yeah, because I've walked around, and I've the like atmosphere around Oakland is like um, it's it's kind of bizarre because it's kind of a mix between like summer and Christmas. Because like, around <laughs> Christmas, every place kind of just closes because it's an absolute ghost town, like. And summer, it's kind of like that, just where there's, like, parking available and, like, it's just not as crowded. Where, like, it's kind of in between. 
No. Right now, and it's just weird. Like, I was walking around at, like, midnight on Saturday, and it was, like, 50 degrees, and it was, like, a pretty nice night. And I walked over to my one friend's house, and um, there was nobody else out. I was the only one on the sidewalk on my whole street, and I was like, this is weird. This is not right. Like, so wait, you're back. Nothing. You're back in. You're back in Oakland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I came back uh, whenever I started work, which would have been last Thursday. How about what are you guys doing at work? Are you guys just letting people back slowly? Yeah, we have to. Um, we have to track everybody. They need to do this uh, pre-screening questionnaire that just says like I am not feeling sick and I haven't been around anybody that's been feeling sick. That's probably what that's, and, that's probably what we'll end up doing. I know our job site yeah. had like eight thousand people. Now it's going to be like around one, two maybe. So it's gonna yeah. And I'll, you guys take like the buses in, and that's that's where like a lot of exposure can happen. Because like there's also rules where if you have to be within six feet of somebody, you have to wear either like these goggles or like a face shield, and now. Starting this week, everybody has to wear a mask at all times or, like, something covering up their face. So they gave everybody these buffs to wear. So I, I like, sit at my desk and, like, wear a buff all the time. And I kind of just leave it on because it's kind of, like, it's not too irksome. But I take it off to, like, drink water and eat. You vape? You vape? You've been vaping at all during this? Nah. I've noticed, like, vaping. I haven't seen as much vaping since this started, you know? Maybe because I haven't seen what? that many people, but like, you yeah. know, it's not a, I haven't seen a lot of vape smoke. Well, today is like, okay. it is 420. It's a big day. The vape store is uh, still open. One um, head of glass down on Bates. You have to, you have to call them up, tell them what you want, and then have your credit card and like ID ready when they open the door. And yeah. Forbes Spaca is still open. They, um... I don't know how their process works. I think you can still just walk in. <laughs> They'll just take anybody. Yeah. I, they might have put, like, glass up in front of the, like, cashier or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, it's a wild, it's a kooky, kooky time. Wild and kooky time. But I think opening up, they'll probably, the bars, like you were saying, probably be one of the last things to... You know, sprung to life, but probably probably around what, like like a like a like a June, July ish kind of. Maybe by the fourth, fourth of July, that's when it'll be done. You know, get some get some patriotic loving. The fourth of July, Mama's apple pie. I'll be I'll be pretty good. But I mean, I, I kind of just play everything by ear. Like, I don't really set my hopes up because, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Nobody, nobody really. No, nobody knows. I don't even think God knows. You know, the big guy, the God. He's That's just kind of like he's just kind of like I don't know. He's like I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no doctor. Like I'm not a doctor. I'm a, you know, I'm a dog though. God is an anagram for dog, so, you know, there's that. Okay. Just an observation. Yeah. Any last words? I think... I think I probably should have ended this about ten minutes ago, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's a better, better to go over than under, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess for the, for the folks at home, you can say, uh... Just, uh... Fine. Keep keep having fun, you know. Sounds good. Keep having fun. Yeah. Do you have to yeah, any, anything? Fun. Anything you want to plug? Anything you recommend? Um, I'd recommend uh, drinking whiskey. <laughs> any kind, really. Just drink it. <laughs> Fair enough. Keegan Ramser, Stoochcast, one twenty nine. Protector, you, you know the rest. Uh, email stoochcast at gmail dot com. Questions, comments, 
concerns. Concerns. <laughs> I think that's it. It's all. It's all we need. All right. Take it easy, mate. I'll all right. See you later on. All right. I'll see you on the flip. Bye. Bye. That's Keegan Ramser, and that is the pod. Again, there may be more later this week, or there may not. Who knows? Uh, but I'm bored and feel like doing more of these. Churning them out and seeing what happens. So, yep, everyone take care. Stay safe. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope this entertained you. Hope you found it funny. If not, oh well, that's too bad. Go, I don't know, watch something else. Listen to something else. I don't care. Uh, yeah. That's good. That works. All right. Everyone, peace. Have a good one. Take care.